Well, it's great. I got a I got a phone call yesterday afternoon. I was downstairs doing me push ups and me press ups and rolling around on my back roller, Calibre. just putting the uh, you know all those um, dislocated discs in my back back in place. And who should be on the other end of the line? But uh, the one and only Anthony Gallen, who's doing a fantastic job out there uh, in media at the moment, mm. doing plenty of stuff with Sky in and around our national game. Played plenty of times. There's about. 13, 14 times for the Cook Islands mm. um, and been over the NRL and, of course, um, over 100 games for Wigan uh, and said, mate, what are you doing? So come in um, and uh, have a chat to me and you on the on the radio tomorrow and just have a look at what we do because I think it would be a great talent uh, mm. to get in radio. So, um, yep, like Anthony did, mate, he's uh, he's put on his uh, Calvin Kleins because he reckons, man, it's a Saatchi and Saatchi building. I better put on me, me best gear <laughs> and, get, and get himself in. Nice to see you, Gal, mate. It's um, it's probably been a, a bit of a whirlwind for you over the last couple of years with your retiring out of football, only knowing that. But but what are you doing these days? Like, I know you're doing a lot of stuff in the national game. You're getting a real good look at what rugby league looks like around the country. Yeah, it was a bit of tough one with the with the retirement stuff because it was a bit it was a very um, stop start. So mm. it was during that COVID time, and then uh, so my missus had had enough of the UK. That's where I was playing playing Super League at the time. She had had enough, so I wanted to move back for the kids. But when I came back, the Warriors were still in Australia, mm. so there's not much doing. So I thought, well, you know, I might as well hang up the boots and then. You know, they came back. I ended up playing some more footy for the Cook Islands and stuff like that. But I think you get to the point where it's like, well, I've played this long. I've still got a couple of brain cells mm. that I could rub together, make some magic happen somewhere. So <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Like, like, like to kind of think that I, I quit while I was ahead. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 man, I've, I've watched a lot of your stuff on social media. It's quite hilarious. Um, that, that part where you're playing, is that why you've been taken or, or drawn back to the media? Because you're working for Sky. You're looking to cement yourself in the media. Is that why you've been drawn that? Because you just like that, uh, that theoretical um, part of your, your personality, putting it out there for people? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I tried a lot of things when I retired, but I, I've always kind of just been drawn to um, just having a laugh, man. Like, mm. I love sports. I love having a laugh. So if I sit down and think, man, what am I good at? You know, what do I like? You know, it's it's the media. Yeah, it pulls me back, pulls me back to that space. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about your career, mate. You, you know, you you spent plenty of time up in England. Um, you spent some time with the Warriors. You you you, you know, like you said, you come back through there. You're meant to be playing them back in Australia without COVID. What what part of your career did you did you enjoy? Did you enjoy the NRL or did you enjoy Super League? That those hundred odd games with Wigan. Ooh, I, I, I like them both for different reasons. You know, coming back to the Warriors in 2018 was special because it was something that I always wanted to do. And I'd been away from home for so long as mm. well. So that was awesome, coming back, being able to um, spend time with the family, you know, having my old man come to my games and stuff like that. You know, kind of re- reminded me of when I was a kid and when I started out. And I always wanted to play for the Warriors too. But, um, yeah, that time in, in the UK was special, man. You know, I know you've spent some time over there. Shout out to the Donny C, eh, old Doncaster. <laughs> well, it's great to have you in the studio. Um, but you look like a hell of an athlete, and you retired at a young age. And I, I, I know that looking at, you, I feel like you, you know, you still got plenty more left in the tank. Does that fire still burn to, to get out there and and have another crack, or you pass that and and you kind of moved on? Yeah, not like it used to. So last year I was still like I was itching to get out there. Mm. And when that World Cup came around for Cooks, I'd already retired twice. I said to my missus, "I oh, look." One more time, she's like, oh, <laughs> just do it. She said, do it, get it out of your system. I said, yep, sweet, went over there, um, you know, played two games. Um, it was awesome, man. But, yeah, this year the the fire's not burning as bright, mm. you know, sitting in the commentary box. It's very cosy. I watch guys getting, you know, banged up. And <laughs> getting hammered. Getting hammered and coming off in stretches, and I think, ooh, it's quite quite nice up here, you know. So, uh, 
Yeah, not 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 burning as bright. Yeah. yeah. What about the challenges of, of having to retire at such a young age? Um, you know, you had you got to retire on your own terms, which is not many people actually mm. get that luxury. Um, did you struggle with it? Like with, I don't know when I retired, you know, trying to figure out who you are as a person, your identity, all you've known is rugby league, rugby union, and now you've got to go out in the big bright lights and figure something else, uh, some, something else out. Has, has that been a struggle? Yeah, it was. I think it was a little bit easier for me because it was during that COVID mm. time, so things were a little bit stop start anyway. And then I kind of retired and then came back to it and retired, so I was a little bit stagnated. But what I've found, because I do some some wellbeing stuff with the Warriors as mm. well, and you know, I really dive into this this career transition thing. What I've found is, it's almost like the bigger the superstar you are, the harder it is to mm. to work your way down. Mm. To come back down to reality, yeah. um, and sitting there in a in a commentary box and not waking up on a Monday morning where you where you're in pain is actually you you start to throw. Um, Love that, mate. Oh, <laughs> so, you just appreciate just, just those little, little things, things. Those things, little things, yeah. mate. Looking at the, you talk about going up to the World Cup um, last year. The Cook Islands they're playing in that series against Fiji, um, and pa- is it Fiji or Papua New Guinea? Uh, they played both. So it's both. like a little tri series. Yeah, that little yeah. tri series. The Pacific game at the moment. What are, What are your your thoughts on it? Having having and being you know Tuturu Cook Islander playing for for your your native country. Uh, do you think it's a good way forward for our, our international game? 100% man, 100% because I don't think it works in the international game when you just have a couple teams that are fully mm. loaded. Mm. You know, it's you, I think the more you share it around the better. I remember uh, growing up in Auckland we had the Perla, yep. the Perla competition. So international league for me is now starting to look like the Perla competition. Mm. We've got Fiji, Samoa, Tonga and everyone goes and plays for their respective, you know, they, they play for your family, play for your country and stuff like that. And I think international league's starting to look like that. Yeah. You know, New Zealand is very much turning into all the Maldives are going to play for New Zealand and mm. really represent that black jersey. Whereas the Samoan boys want to go play for Samoa, Tongans want to play for Tonga. Be, being a Cook o- being a Cook Islander, do you think that the Maori should actually have their independency and their and their autonomy to be playing in this tournament as well? Given that they're the the you know we have. Uh, you know, the, in, in the All Blacks, for instance, they have the New Zealand Māoris that they get internationals regularly. Um, mm. They play teams that come down here. But you have this competition here. For me, being Māori, I'm like, well, where is our New Zealand Māori side? Do you think they should be playing in this tournament? Oh, I think they should. Like, if if you look at how the other teams are set up, then you'd say, yeah, they would. But then who's going to play for the Kiwis? Yeah. It's a, it's a tough one, eh? And, talk, and talking about that, because that's a bit of a problem. You've got the Kiwis up against the Kangaroos. Everyone loves the Kangaroo game. Um, it's been an iconic game you know, ever since I was a kid, the one that I always wanted to play in. What do you make of our current Kiwi side at the moment? And do me and Izzy have talked about it, the sustainability of that Kiwi side, given that the Pacific players are now going back to represent their um, papakainga, which is Tonga, Samoa, um, uh, Rarotonga, Fiji. You know, Do you see the Kiwi team being the Kiwi team in 10 years' time, or do you see Samoa, Tonga, Cook Islanders taking over? It's, it's, it's hard to tell. It's really hard to tell because the more time goes on, the more the lines get blurred because more and more kids are mm. half Tongan, half Samoan, half Kiwi, half Māori. Like, you know, yeah. you get these halves. And so kids are born here, but go to school in Aussie and they move back. And mm. it's almost like there's kids now playing that can choose between three or four teams. You know, so it's like... Yeah, I don't know. It's tricky, man. It's not as, as set in stone as it used to be. For for you and for a lot of these players, international would be the pinnacle. Or where do you hold international rugby league in, in stead with your career? Like, you know, you look at the NRL, a lot of them strive to be 
in state of origin. That is the pinnacle for those players. Mm. And then rugby league internationally gets left in the lurch. I just feel like it's, it doesn't have the same appeal as it probably should have. Like growing up watching the Kiwis was the greatest, you know. Mm. Seeing them run around in that, that fierce black jersey, you always wanted to see it. But I just feel like it's lost that kind of mana and, and drive that it had once had. Yeah, I think so. And it's, it's, it's hard because with, with some sports, um, you know, the domestic game, like you look at the NRL, strong. Like you win mm. an NRL grand final, that's going to be, you know, a real highlight of your life. Mm. Um, whereas the international game for some people might not, might not mean as much. You know, but it's, it's similar to, I don't think one sport can cover every base. You know, mm. look at Rugby Union playing for the All Blacks, that's yeah. a real honour. Yeah. And then the domestic game's a little bit thinned out. Yeah, yeah. True. You know, I don't, I don't think you can cover, mm. cover all bases. And you look at a, you know, look at some American sports. Like I think America does sports really well, but you know, the NBA is the pinnacle. You know, international basketball. The, yeah. No one really cares. NFL doesn't have an international scene. Mm. So NFL, when you show up and win a Super Bowl, the Super Bowl is the Super Bowl. You know, that's mm. that's it. It doesn't get any higher. Mm. So and I think, I think China. Trying to cover everything, you're gonna fall down somewhere. Yeah, and, and the international game seems to be suffering. Well, we got the we got the Kiwi game on tomorrow night, and and one very good friend of mine, Kevin Edel, told me, mate, you'd be amazed at how many Cook Islanders are playing at the moment. Joey Manu, Cook Islander, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, mate. You could like you could write a team, and people do it all the time. Every year, some Cook Island bloke goes, "If we had our team, and you'll list them from one to seventeen and it's oh yeah, it would be nice, but. Yeah, and Joey, and so Joey's running out in the black jersey. What do you what do you make of this game? People are saying it's a dead rubber tomorrow night. The Kangaroos and, and Kiwis down in Melbourne. I I say never a dead rubber against the Kangaroos because we just want to beat them. And then of course the final in Hamilton next week. You've watched the games. What what do you make of our current current Kiwi team? I love them, man. They look so good. And that Ford pack, the Ford pack's one of the best it's been in years. Mm. You know, led by Fisher Harris and Leota there. It's so good to watch, man. And it's it's going to be good to watch too because you've got. Uh, you know, you got the Penrith boys uh, in the Ford Pack up against the Penrith boys, you know, in the Aussie team. And people look at that grand final and they go, you know, Nathan Cleary, you know, he done it and he won it. For me, the difference was when Fisher Harris came mm. off the bench um, for that second stint in the second half. That's when the game turned. Yeah, and he, and he said, and he actually said that Nathan Cleary yesterday in a in a um, in an article. He said he was having a shocker. He's actually come out and, and reviewed his game. He said, I was actually having a shocker up until that stage when those two blokes, it was Leota and Fisher-Harris, come on. And of course, Cogger came on at halfback and, and pushed him out one. So, um, they, you know, Mel Meninga's changed his side around. Nico Hines gets a, gets a shot. There's talk that he might even actually start at 5'8 because Munster's carrying an injury. Mm. Do, you, do you have fear? Um, do you think the Kiwi team, you know, back in my day, it was like if we could steal a win against this great kangaroo side, it'd be great. We knew we could compete. But do you think these days the attitudes change now where Kiwis go out there and they expect to win? Yeah, I think so. Like the, the guys that are, that are playing they're in, in key spots in their respective NRL clubs, you know, and they're getting real, real success. And when they come play for the Kiwis, they want to, you know, replicate that success. Yeah. And what are, you, what, are you, what are you picking? Who do you think wins? I think Kiwis. Kiwis. I think yeah, I think if Aussie want to have a little tutu around with their team and you know bring guys in and out, I think Kiwis will beat them, um, and then the final is going to be very close. It's hard to pick that one. Yeah, get Thanks. up the Kiwis. Just quickly on the the Warriors, um, you would have watched the season last year and been very very proud. Obviously, don in the jersey a couple of times. Um, what are your expectations for this year? I've just I'm a little bit worried, but like you get so much momentum when you're going from good to great, but to be able to stay 
at great and get greater, mm. that's the challenge. Now, if you think it's going to be a challenging year, how do you see it all unfolding? I think I think they're still building nicely. Mm. You know, say good to great. I don't think they hit great last mm. year. You know, when they got to that top four, there was still a big gap between you know uh, the Warriors and Brisbane and Penrith. Mm. Um, I think they're going to keep building on what they've done. I don't think they'll let. Uh, there's a lot of expectation on them now. I don't think they'll let that creep in. And I think Webby's very good at at managing that that mm. kind of expectation and you know letting stuff like that creep in. But um, I think I think they'll go good, man. You you got a real foothold on the ground. Is there a lot of lot of talent coming through? You seeing some talent out there in the out there in the in, in the suburbs? Yeah, for sure, man. Mm. For sure. Like the size, kids are bigger, aren't they? <laughs> hey, kids are huge, man. I was at a um, I don't know, I don't know, talk at Green Bay High School the other day, and this lady comes home. She says, "Oh, yeah, this is my son over here is 14." I was, like his head's this far from the roof. I said, what are you feeding this kid, man? Like people complaining about cost of living. I said, I'm, I'm, my condolences to you, like just feeding this one kid. Yeah. Oh, mate. Mate, that's, that, that's uh, if there was one one spot in that Warriors team that you think they need, because mm. that's what Izzy's saying, like we think that they're probably missing maybe one or two players. You've been around there, you're you're part of the club, you do the welfare, you at every home game. When you're looking at it and being through it, what do you think they they could um that could take them to that Brisbane and Penrith side? What what player would you get? I think I think they're missing another big body. Mm. You know, I think Adam Fanua Black, he takes on a lot of that mm. a lot of that role. Um Mitch Barnett. He's he's outstanding, man. He's so good, but the way he plays, he just throws his body in. I don't know if you can play like that with that intensity, you know, for the whole season. So I think one big body just to add a bit of depth to their forward pack would help. Yeah. You got any insight? Who is it? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I'm not at liberty to this. <laughs> no, nah, I'm, I'm not allowed in those meetings. I just stand outside like, <laughs> Get the old cup, mate, back in the day, up against the wall. <laughs> get your hey. camera, mate. Get your camera ready. Get yeah. the first footage. Oh, beautiful. Anthony, we appreciate you coming in the studio, mate, and sharing uh, your, your messages. And uh, keep up the good work, mate. With uh, the media broadcasting, like I said to everyone, if Kempi and myself can do it, anyone can. So Hell keep yeah. at it, brother. Appreciate your time. I appreciate it, boys. Thank you. There he is, talking some rugby league about the future of the Kiwis and the Warriors. We'll shoot away, we'll come back, we've got plenty of messages. And remember, 8.40ish, we have the phone lines open for you to come on and show your support for the great All Blacks as they take on the South Africans on Sunday morning. And there's been a few messages coming through where they're going to be. And there's going to be some tired heads because there's plenty of sport on this weekend that everyone is going to be staying awake for. Anyway, shoot away, come back soon. Need a new mobile plan? Visit Kogan Mobile. You're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, keeping you healthy this spring.